Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. Really appreciate it. 888 Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It is May 23rd. You might recognize that as the day that Title 42 ends. Except a judge blocked it. So somebody had some common sense uh, and, and blocked it before the tidal wave of human beings comes flooding across our, our, our nation. Uh, as per usual, that judge with common sense, a Trump appointee. Jeez, man, he did such a great thing by filling those positions. These Trump judges are what is holding this nation together yeah. at this point, as far as I'm concerned. No doubt about it. Uh, all right. We also have a brand new bingo card today that is pinned to the top of the Twitter page. Uh, <laughs> when you get bingo, uh-huh. then you call us at 9, 888-933-93. All Corby week. And if you're in the if you're the first to call, then you win the thirty dollar prize uh, from patgrayshop.com. Yes, it's an all Corby week. <laughs> he gets to decide. Uh, so I think the best rule of thumb is if you hear uh, a drop, a sound effect, look at your board and, and see if it's on there. Yeah, yeah. Starts in the upper left hand corner with uh, J- Jeffy's third tail. I haven't grown a third tail. <laughs> this classic. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Uh, Joe Biden saying. Governor who? Okay, Governor who? It's hard to understand. Governor who? Uh, You got the Pelosi cackle. (laughs) Pelosi cackle. Avocados from Mexico. Avocados from Mexico. Uh, Bill Shatner in space, which is classic. Weightlessness. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can't take this guy. <laughs> so over the top. No description oh. can equal this. Right. Weightlessness. Weightlessness. Oh, mm. God. Oh, golly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> so gross. Holy oh, no, it definitely sounds like something else is going on there, but uh, we won't get into what. Oh. Crocheting? Yeah. They're, they're crocheting in space. Yes, crocheting. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe enjoying a nice meal. Right. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Boy. Uh, wow, this is delicious. Mmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would that help? <laughs> then we got the Kamala cackle. <laughs> no. Clearly overcome with emotion. Clearly overcome with emotion. <laughs> uh, another Kamala clip. All you have to do is look at the map. And then hypermasculinity. Hypermasculinity. <laughs> Masculinity. <laughs> ah, these people. Biden with one of his favorite expressions. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, methane. Renaissance I want my... Mm. I want my damn Trump back. Mm-hmm. We all do. Then the convoy. One of my favorites from Joe Biden. Uh, oh, to, you, know the, you know the thing. Trying to recite the Declaration of Independence. Can't do it. Uh, party horn. <laughs> yeah, Kamala explaining what Ukraine is because nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Right? Ukraine is a country in oh, where? Europe. Europe. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's not North America? Mm-mm. South America? It's not in Africa. All right. Whatever. If you say so. 
Uh, we got the trucker horn. Boy, some, how many people just drove off the road listening to this? <laughs> uh, Kamala with some advice uh, to foreigners. Do not come. We assume. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What? Do not come. Title 42, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and the, don't come around here, Benito. Don't go looking around, Benito. Don't, okay. I'm going to get that right. Just don't go look it around, Benito. Yeah, just do muck and fudge. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Come on now. Ugh. Uh, Keith saying Niner. And then we have the uh, farts. <laughs> Those could come in a variety of. Oh, Cor- <laughs> he's, I swear he's going to play that in five seconds from now. Okay, we got it. All right. <laughs> Clean up on aisle three. Uh, Biden. My butt's been wiped. My butt's been <laughs> mm-hmm. wiped. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me. Being so real. Beer. So, 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 so real. A beer. And uh, Jeffy with. Business. All right. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's week. it. It's going to be a fun we week. We will have bingo within 30 minutes. Hmm, we could. I mean, it could happen. It could go very, very quickly. Mm. Uh, all right. So the Title 42 thing has been blocked. That's probably that's a big piece of uh, news today. There isn't, you know, that's about the extent of the good news that we have for you today. I know. The federal judge blocking Title 42. Uh, his name is Robert Summer Hayes. He's in the Western District of Louisiana. Granted a nationwide injunction on the plan to end it. It was in response to, of course, a lawsuit by two dozen Republican states led by Arizona, Louisiana, Missouri. It wasn't led by Texas? Mm. Interesting. What's up, Paxton? Huh? What's going on there? What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need him, though. We need Ken Paxton back. And, I, you know, they're trying to smear him with this. Uh, I just saw a commercial the other day about how, how he's been charged. He's been charged with three felonies. They don't go into it. They don't really uh, delve into it. They just try to smear him with it. Mm-hmm. You can charge anybody with anything. That doesn't make it so. I'd like to charge him with uh, making it impossible to gamble in Texas. But that's just me. Oh yeah, you're a gambler. DraftKings. Oh, so you get you cannot play DraftKings here? No. No, really? I mean, you can do stupid stuff, but (laughs) you can do stupid stuff. Like free, you know what? It's just dumb. (laughs) Really? They well, the legislature passes the law. I just enforce it. No, shut up. Anyway, he's got a big election tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, isn't he running against? George yeah, P. Bush. George P. I mean, seriously, what do you do? Get out you the vote, bushes. You vote for Ken Paxton. Yeah, get out the bushes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. How many more are there? Are I mean, God, Right, you guys come stop on. procreating. Yeah, can we stop? I'm a little done with the Bush dynasty continuing onward. I'm very, very done with it. Yeah, because the rest of the nation thinks, oh, we don't have to worry about bushes. Well, um, we're the canary in the coal mine for mm-hmm. you here in Texas, and mm-hmm. we better nip it in the bud tomorrow. Otherwise, the canary dies in that coal mine. Yeah. That's and you not, know not to go in, but we right. did. And uh, so. So we go to the polls for you tomorrow, America. <laughs> so if George P. is not elected, uh, then you know the canary lived. Uh, if he if he Wait. dies, if, if he's elected, the canary died. He's dead. And it's poison in there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I got you. I feel you. Yeah. Or it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which. Uh, All right. Last week, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas actually signed and signaled that he signaled that the Title 42 would be ending this week. Apparently, he was 
Wrong, wasn't he? Aw, look yeah. at this disappointment. It is very important to yeah. note that while, of course, we are uh -huh. preparing for the end of Title 42. Not so fast. Based on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's decision. <laughs> yeah. That it will end on May 23rd. That's today. Uh-huh. But it didn't. So keep in mind, he is saying that... So the CDC was saying that, <clears throat> no, there's not enough of a threat to stop the immigration from these countries. But yet mm. the same CDC is saying that you should wear a mask on a plane because the threat is so real. Yeah. And fortunately, huh. another threat has come along for them. So they're pretty <laughs> excited about yeah. monkeypox. Oh, oh God. Jeez. Make it stop. The drudge headlines on this are so ridiculous. Really? Uh, I haven't been there in forever, man. Let me just check because it was... I Come on, man. Monkeypox spotted in Florida. Spreading through sex? Belgium forces quarantines. Isolate for 21 days. Outbreaks explode. Did they explode? What does that mean to you? If an outbreak has exploded, how many uh, people have? How many people have monkeypox? Do you think? What's the number? Do you know? It was worldwide when I looked yesterday. 145. Mm. That's an explosion in a on a planet of 7 billion people. And did I read that uh, the smallpox vaccine works against monkeypox like 85% of the time or something they're saying? Yes. So Yes. So if you've had smallpox, the smallpox vaccine, and I have, I mean, this was eradicated in 1980. So most people who are older than 40 uh, have the smallpox vaccine. So they would have given that to me when I was a kid? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Pretty sure. They right. should have, unless they didn't give it to four-year-olds. I don't know. Well, uh, But you do have some protection. And, and it did read the number 85%. That's pretty effective. That's more effective than the coronavirus vaccines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Belgium leading the way. Here we go. Locking down. Mm. Uh, there's monkeypox cases in Spain and Italy that have been traced to an island festival attended by 80,000 revelers. And they think that, you know, with the close contact and people having sex with each other, they spread it around a little bit. So now in that particular explosion, hmm. there's uh, 92 cases now confirmed and dozens suspected. Okay. Yeah. And, and I said lockdown, more compulsory, what, quarantine in Belgium. So you got it. You're staying put. And um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see this power struggle play out. In fact, I posted a poll on Twitter over the weekend. Uh, do you anticipate a mandatory monkeypox vaccine? And I don't know if we have the results of that, Rob, but uh, there you go. By a margin of two to one. Uh, yes. Yes. 67 to 33%. People are anticipating. I don't know that there is a monkey. Uh, you're talking about developing one? Yeah, I'm just saying, will yeah. we go down the same road with the COVID-19 <clears throat> vaccine mm -hmm. that we've done here and force people to get it if they want to keep it, their jobs? It, it'd it's be kinda... silly to do that. Silly. Oh. It's hard to contract it. It's not, you know, deadly. I mean, yes, somewhat. I think there, the one strain they say is 10%, which would be pretty deadly. That's a lot more deadly than coronavirus. Mm. <clears throat> but the other one is 1%, and mostly it's mild. Mostly you're not that, you know, it's not that urgent mm -hmm. a situation where you're going to have to go out and develop a monkeypox vaccine, spending billions and billions of dollars on it. Yeah, somebody sent me uh, a thing. I forgot who it was. 
that uh, pointed out that in January there was some sort of um, uh, some I don't know something to treat monkeypox was approved in January. Uh, was for that Europe, the, that wasn't Europe. the plant thing though, right? No, no. no. By the way, pitcher plant. Uh, people were sending me links. It's not only the plant that you can purchase, but it's actually in liquid form. So, oh, it's available out there, and it's cheaper than the plant. I would like to point out. Uh, did you see that uh, the National Pulse reported that? Uh, guess who was playing around with the uh, monkeypox thing? The Wuhan lab. You gotta be kidding I'm me! I'm not kidding you, man. <sighs> yeah, because they developed a PCR. Why are you developing a PCR test for monkeypox if it's not that big of a deal? Are you anticipating it becoming a big deal? I swear. Are you trying to make it we become are, a big deal? We are living it. That's that's the most likely scenario: is that they're screwing around with it so that they can make it a big deal. Yeah. <sighs> Fun, right? Oh, I. Uh, otherwise, why bother with monkeypox? We've we've been down this road a few times with this, with bird flu, with swine flu. Of course, swine flu turned out to be, you know, uh, fairly prevalent. Mm. I think 60 million people got it in 2009, including my son. One of my sons, my youngest. Um, but why are you screwing around with this if it's not that virulent? Yeah. Well, because maybe they're going to make it more virulent. And maybe they'll need a monkeypox, a specific vaccine for it. Yeah, it gives you what? It gives you the little welts all over your... Yeah, it's gross. Hands, arms, and face. It's gross. It's mm, nasty. It's not like it's not like you can lay low if you get a mild case of co- no. COVID, you know. It's like, that's, no, I'm fine. That's the thing. You can't show up at work and <laughs> go, yeah, I'm fine. I don't have anything. You're wearing What? Um, please leave. <laughs> it's it's the middle of summer. Why are you wearing a turtleneck, long sleeves, and a ski mask? What is the deal? And gloves? What is happening? I just can't be too safe. Can't be too careful. Yeah, you're not going to work with monkeypox, I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, and and, and there's also what was this group that uh, had their little um, get together a while back? Uh, do we have that chart that shows that? Uh, my goodness, mm. look what is supposed to happen in May of 2022. Look at this. In May of 22, May 15th, there's an attack, Jeez. and by June, there's a monkeypox outbreak. <laughs> So a year ago at a Munich conference, the NTI predicted a monkeypox terror attack in May 2022 at a germ game. Huh. So the scenario is a monkeypox outbreak, which, what a coincidence. There's a monkeypox outbreak and it's 2022. Their timing is impeccable. (laughs) Jeez. And then June fifth, twenty twenty two, and that's when we get the uh, the numbers start to explode. That's worldwide. when they explode. Well, they've already exploded, oh, according to two weeks ahead the of schedule. Drudge Report. <laughs> uh, no international warnings or advisories. Uh, and then, <sighs> no. and then we all die, I guess, from monkeypox. Yep, yep, we're done. Uh, there's a guy. There's a book author who tweeted out something uh, last night. And I have not been able to independently verify this, so here we go. But he he seems to be a reasonable guy here. Uh, Now I'm being called a conspiracy theorist because I happen to notice that last year Bill Gates funded a tabletop game in which a monkeypox virus pandemic begins May 15th, 2022. It's called Conspiracy Theory. (sighs) (laughs) So weird. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not called Conspiracy Theory. He's saying it's, it's a conspiracy theory to notice what institutions post on their own pages now. Ah, uh, so, yeah. So that's what he's saying. That uh, yeah. So Bill Gates, uh, 
And Bill Gates has been warning us about the smallpox coming. Yes, he has. Mm. And he's been pushing vaccines, mm. which is interesting as well. He's and a helper. He's, he's a trying helper. to control the po- the uh, the overall global population. And he said a great way to do that, if we do it really well with vaccines and healthcare, why we can keep that explosion down 10 to 15%. Isn't this a fun huh. world to be living in right now? Sure is. Sure is. And and then and then people wonder why is there a conspiracy theory around Bill Gates, huh? All years is the guy who stole all kinds of tech from Xerox and IBM and created Microsoft. That's all he is. He's just a tech pirate. That's all he is. Is he? Uh, is that all he is? Really? Well, <laughs> if someone throws out there. Hey, you know what stops monkeypox? It's hand sanitizer. New York State could come to the rescue because you remember how they had their prisoners making, ended up making 11 million bottles of hand sanitizer? Yeah. Yeah, they have hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of bottles of that stuff left. They have no idea how to get rid of. And remember how they stole 17,000 bottles from those entrepreneurs that were selling it online? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just took it, helped themselves to it. I'm sorry, you can't have 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. Um, why? Yeah, because we don't want you to. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the early warning uh, All right, yeah. Of government overreach. Yeah. Under what authority? That we were about to start losing our rights. All right, let me tell you about Moink. That is uh, Moo plus Oink <laughs> put together. That's how you can remember Moink. Moinkbox.com. This is where... I mean, 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company. Did you know that? And that company is owned by the Chinese. Did you know that? And their hogs are giving something called ractopamine. Mm, Doesn't taste good. Which is banned in 160 countries, including China. (laughs) Yet, (laughs) you still find it in your grocery store aisle every day. Uh, But there is a better way. Let me tell you about Moink moinkbox.com moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pastured pork and chicken and sustainable wild-caught alaskan salmon straight to your door you're gonna you're gonna taste the difference immediately so good that salmon is so delicious Mm -hmm. uh that's because the salmon hasn't been kept in a little farm its whole life yeah and don't forget i mean we can't uh overemphasize this point the Moink employees go to the stream and barehanded take on these, well, bears. Yeah. And fight mm-hmm. over this salmon to make right. sure you get the freshest, not some <laughs> bear out in the woods. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is really something. They guarantee you're going to say, oink, oink, I'm so happy I just got moinked. No, you're not going to <laughs> You're not going to do that. I mean, that. Your prediction is no. No, nah, my prediction is no, because your mouth's going to be too full of the huh. great steaks that they're sending you. All right. You will love it, though. I do. Keith does. You're going to love it, too. <laughs> Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Free filet wow. mignon in every order for a year. That's. One year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only. Spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Meanwhile... 
This uh, sign was uh, put up in a New Jersey mall. This is interesting. Radiation emergencies. What should I do? What a weird thing to put in a mall. Yikes. Are you expecting a radiation emergency of I some kind? don't know what huh? that's all about. If a radiation emergency occurs, people can take actions to protect themselves, their loved ones, and their pets. So one thing you do is get inside. Then you stay inside and then stay tuned for further updates. Is this a reaction to, look at that, uh, Putin hmm. saber rattling That's about nukes and stuff? Possibly. I saw where, where I don't know what they were aiming for, but Russia apparently launched a, a weapon that, that took out a, a toilet on a beach. Yes, yes, that? yes. <laughs> Near Odessa. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they blew up a public beach toilet. And so, yeah. I don't know what the Ukrainians are going to do now. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. That toilet is just gone now. The Ukrainian said, the enemy significantly damaged the air. <laughs> and, and they said, the beach toilet was destroyed. Apart from the hopelessly lost conscience and reputation of the aggressor, there were no other losses. <laughs> so five million bucks for this <clears throat> missile? That, that, That's that, what they said, yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh. $5 million missile, it blows up a public pay toilet. Well, I don't even know if it's a pay toilet. It's yeah, you don't know. It's a public toilet. Yeah. Uh, You're but, embellishing. But you know what? That's one place where Ukrainians don't have to go to now. Hmm. They can't go in there and relieve themselves. So There you go. I guess they'll have to stick to the bushes. Mm -hmm. Well, they could... With the forty billion mm -hmm. we're sending them, they could probably build. Could a they few, build another one? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> encase it in gold, and make sure that it's got all the amenities. Yeah. Well, you could probably build a whole uh, community of public toilets uh, with forty billion dollars. I would 40 say billion. you could. Uh, they could do some pretty nice, nice toiletry. That there. was a fun day in Congress too, when they approved that forty billion, and then sent another hundred million in weapons, and then rejected forty-eight billion for restaurant workers uh, or you know restaurants here in america just which we shouldn't be spending money on any of this stuff quite frankly especially right. when 93 percent of the covid funds haven't been spent sure but when happening? you see all of this money yeah. going to ukraine yeah and then you see american citizens suffering and mm -hmm. you want to alleviate that and uh then they they turn them they turn them down uh it doesn't make any sense we it just, just doesn't make any sense. Change our name to the United States of Ukraine, and mm -hmm. maybe our government will love us again. Well, it's the America last policy oh, that, yeah. that Biden abides by. He was so pissed off that Trump put America first. He has shown us the exact opposite, and that's what he is living by. Mm -hmm. As they give lip service, you know, to being patriots <laughs> and, and to the Constitution. They only talk about the Constitution when it's... You know, something sleazy they want to do. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's fun, right? It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an administration full of Marxists. They have the controls, and mm -hmm. every single corner of it is doing everything in unison to destroy this nation. And get this. The Public Health Agency of Canada ac ac accessed location data from 33 million mobile devices to monitor people's movement during the lockdown according to uh, the agency this week, uh, that, wait, the Public Health Agency of Canada accessed the location of 33 million mobile devices? just want to keep people safe, Pat. <laughs> just want to keep an eye on things. Don't go looking around, Benito. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Due to the urgency of the pandemic, FAC, P-H-A-C, collected and used mobility data, such as cell tower location data, throughout the COVID-19 response. This according to a spokesperson uh, t- telling the uh, National Post, the program's existence was first brought to wider attention by Blacklock's reporter. Uh, FAC used the location data to evaluate the, fa- the effectiveness of public lockdown measures. Yeah, they just want to see if everything's That's going all. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and to understand possible links between, you know, movement of populations within Canada and, and the spread of COVID-19. Sure. It's for the common good, Pat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, according to the uh, World Health Organization. Oh, gosh. This is, I hate, this guy sucks. Tracking you isn't enough. No. So what Canada was doing, eh, it's not going far enough. Uh-huh. The elites of the of the world want to know what's happening inside your body. Oh, no. Yes. And to that end, yeah. got the uh, CEO of Pfizer here that's going to explain uh, about all the things that you your body transmits. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, oh, okay. it's corporations and Pause it for just a sec. This is, the, uh, this is not the go. Pfizer CEO. This is the uh, World Health Organization yeah. guy. Uh, and they want to know what's happening inside of you, and he's explaining that to us now. So, here he is in his we very broken English. What movies we watch. The next phase mm-hmm. is the surveillance going under our skin. We ah. are seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we yeah, also that was see bad a change us. in the nature of mm-hmm. surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Mm-hmm. Now it's going under the skin. Ah. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. Yeah, it's none What's of your business. What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Now humans Governments are want to know. developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really oh. acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. What? I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining mm-hmm. deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, mm. like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected mm-hmm. from the real people. Yeah. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans oh my are gosh. hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will. That's over. Oh, that's over, baby. That's uh, Yuval Harari. He is the, he's like Klaus Schwab's little buddy there at the World Economic Forum. <laughs> wow. They got a lot planned for you. Wow. Because you have no free will. That is over. Wow. So, so it's yeah. fake news. 
that there's a savior, yeah, that's the true. son of God. Uh, but the real news is that they're turning humans divine into gods. Hmm. Okay. Huh. And uh, they're gaining more and more power, these governments, mm-hmm. over our bodies and everything we do. And he's here to tell us, yeah, we can't exercise our free will. That's a thing of the past. Sorry. Nope. Yeah, that kind of lesson, that, wow. that montage oh my God. from Yuval, that kind of uh, lessens the impact of what the Pfizer CEO had to say about their newfangled pills. Actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, it's hard to top that. <laughs> you know, I mean, that should be shown... All the time, mm-hmm. everywhere, to uh, to let people know who the WHO is. WEF, 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 yeah. World Economic Forum. Yep. So you got the World Health Organization. You got the the WHO, the WEF. Mm-hmm. You've got all these people in these little cabals that think that they can manipulate. Well, they they can. Uh, they are. They're manipulating everything we do. And they're taking away our freedom and our sovereignty on a rapid, rapid timetable. And Biden is letting them do that. Oh, yeah. And they're meeting this week. And oh, my goodness, what they have planned for us and our sovereignty as a nation. Jeez. (laughs) Staggering. That's just absolutely amazing. Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, 2,000 mule giblets tweets. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. Ronald Reagan. Uh, Rowdy Introvert tweets. After the Shatner clip this morning, I may have to take another look at crocheting for a little more excitement in my life. Yeah, you don't know what you're missing out on. Right, because that's what they were doing. They were crocheting. Mm-hmm. Well, in space. Yeah. Oh. really liked it. Uh, Devin Crossley, what is the threshold of herd immunity for monkeypox? Asking for a friend. Yeah, I'm not sure we've heard yet, but I'm sure it's around 97%, right? If we're all vaxxed, double vaxxed with your booster shots, mm-hmm. get all of that from, you know, the smallpox vaccine. Yeah. And a new monkeypox vaccine, which does not yet exist. Uh, and then maybe 3% of us have had monkeypox, then I think we'll be mm. we'll be fine then. Don't forget uh, the esteemed Dr. Anthony Fauci has stated on multiple occasions that the purpose of lockdowns mm-hmm. is to encourage people to get vaccinated. I think basically um, what he's saying in a more uh, artsy way is break their will to live, and then if they want to have their freedom again, Mm-hmm. They'll roll up their sleeves. So I'm sure they'll try that again with monkeypox. I'm sure. Uh, all right. So we just heard from Yuval Harari. Poof. That was, uh, that was amazing what he had to say. And, you know, it was, he said it a lot of times. Time and time again. In different places. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I just accidentally slipped up and said something there. I shouldn't have. That's <laughs> not what I meant. What I what we simply had there was an instance where I didn't speak as articulately as I might have liked to. It was not one of those things. It wasn't the, there's some poor phrasing right. in the speech. No. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He intends to say the things he says. And we continue to fall in line with the, with the WHO and and the World Economic Forum, and all of these other 
national or worldwide organizations, these global organizations that threaten to strip us of our sovereignty. Things are going well. It is for them. <laughs> we better wake up because it is going well for them. Mm-hmm. So after what Yuval Harari said, this might sound, sound kind of tame, but here's the uh, here's the CEO at Pfizer explaining about what they're going to get from inside our bodies. Mm-hmm. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. Mm. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sec- sends a signal that you took the tablet. So oh, imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, hmm. this field. That is fascinating. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating what's happening in this field. So they can know if we took our pill like we're supposed to, because mm-hmm. it transmits once we swallow it and it, it winds up in our gullet. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. Let's test this. Let's see if this works. And the first test subject can be the president of the United States. Let's see what pills he's taking. And then the public can log on to to make sure that it transmits to show us all the dementia pills. Oh, I'd love to see. On. I'd love to see all the things he's taking. Me too. He would not be president any long, much longer after that. Uh, I don't think. Mm, who would be? Yeah. Who's next in line after? Sadly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mrs. Cackle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was too easy. Meanwhile. Uh, <laughs> He's seeking, uh, President Biden's seeking new unilateral powers for the WHO chief to declare public health emergencies. This is really good because if you allow them to just take over in times of emergency, I'm sure they'll wait Mm -hmm. until the very last moment before they declare any kind of emergency. Right? That would almost never happen. Besides, they're meeting this week and they're probably going to reject this idea of taking American sovereignty away from them. Well, right? Mm, no, you don't think so? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, they're pushing amendments to the WHO's governing regulations mm-hmm. to give Director General Tedros uh, Ghebreyesus unilateral authority to declare a pu- unilateral authority. Terrifying. To declare a public health emergency in any nation <laughs> based on whatever evidence he chooses. This is this is one world government stuff right here. That's exactly what this is. It's what we've warned of for so long. Boy, And people said, ah, come on. Talk radio. Shut up. It's ridiculous. John Birch Society is, are you, what, an active member of the John Birch Society? I should go back and look at some of the things the John Birch Society warned us about. I'll bet it'd be chilling. (laughs) I bet. I bet it would. Oh, The proposed U.S. amendments were forwarded to the WHO in January for consideration this week by the U.N. 75th World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. This is great. Great. So, uh, we're just ceding authority Mm -hmm. to the WHO to take over any time they choose for any emergency they deem necessary. That cannot be constitutional. Do you want to be healthy? Hmm? Not like this. Do you want to be safe? No. Mm -mm. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't. But that's what they're going to... You know, that's the excuse, obviously. We've already seen what can happen Mm -hmm. in a pandemic and how bad it can be. A million Americans. One million Americans died. Do you want that to happen again? We need 
the U the WHO to step in and take control in the event of an emergency because they have all the resources. And that's what we're going to hear. But you know that's wildly unconstitutional. And where are the people in Congress, the senators, the congressmen, screaming and yelling about this? I'm hearing deafening silence on this. Meanwhile, Biden is in Asia now, uh, where he was just asked this weekend uh, this question as it relates to China and Taiwan. You might find this fascinating as well. Or you might not. You you might think like, well, yeah, that was just quickly, some noise. You didn't want to get involved Overnight. in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are. What did That's you say to you? We made. <gasps> Boy, he looks lost. Who he does? Man, that was worth. I mean, the answer is yes. Its own thing. But then it's just like we may. Now what? Those that vacant look in his eyes. Oh, he is. Bye bye. Nobody's home. No one is home right now. But must be what? But his butt's been wiped. That's so we that's got that good. for us. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's just uh, essentially told us that <clears throat> we will soon be at war with China because that's what that means. China is all over Taiwan right now. They are, uh, I mean, they are almost certainly going to try to take Taiwan back. And I guess we're going to have troops in Taiwan trying to stop them. Okay. Hmm. He's right, though. We've got a treaty with him. Boy, there was a lot less aggression from America's enemies when Donald Trump was in the White House. Doesn't Did it you seem that way? That? Yeah. There was a lot less uh, mm-hmm. uh, movement and threats from uh, mm-hmm. large military powers. Huh. Nah, it's probably just coincidence. Boy, bad timing by Biden, huh? Sucks to be president right now. Who could have seen this stuff coming? Yeah, none of this stuff is his fault. Uh, by the way, none of it. This all came from his predecessor and from Putin. Uh, the Putin price hike, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, of course, Trump left the economy in shambles, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get that back to where it should be. And uh, You know, he had the pandemic to deal with, yeah. still wearing a mask <laughs> over the weekend. Oh, gosh. Uh, he visited South Korea, of course, uh, as we just showed you. <clears throat> and he wore a mask alone as he's walking down the steps of air force one and watch what he does when he's around people Mm -hmm. Uh, this is wonderful can't be too careful with the fresh air outside yeah wear that mask baby wear that mask yeah okay Mm mm-hmm okay here comes people i'm glad you have the mask on yeah now he's gonna wait take the mask off shake hands as he shakes hands and talks to people right in his face that doesn't make any freaking sense at all it's science pat is it? Yeah, trust the science. Okay, what's the man? science involved here? That he wore the mask down the steps, but then took it off as he speaks to people he doesn't really know mm-hmm. and hasn't been around. I don't have to answer this question. Okay. I'm not on trial. No, you're not. That's true. And don't put science on trial either. All right. Look at that. What a stupid moron. <laughs> what a show. What, yeah. a, what a theatrical it's, performance it's by pathetic. all of these elected officials. There we go. Oh, Bam. Back on the plane with you. Ugh. And one more time. Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, golly. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Start Mail. Free email services like Gmail and Yahoo aren't really free. You know that, right? 
you pay with your privacy. In fact, internet giants like big tech bank on exploiting your data by selling it to the highest bidder. Your business plan? Google has it. Your medical records? Yahoo can sell them to drug companies. This is why I decided to go with Startmail because it helps you feel safe again. It protects your information. It keeps them from, you know, we've got enough spammers as it is without getting more from others. Startmail keeps my email private, period. Every email can be encrypted, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption. Uh, And when you delete an email in Startmail, it's gone forever. It's not like, you know, uh, Microsoft, where when you delete it, it's still there. Wait, well then, I don't... I think that delete i have you keep using the word yeah i don't do. think it means what you think it means i don't think so either it's kind of strange so uh if you want to keep your email private doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong you just don't know what others are going to think is wrong uh when they're snooping inside your life you don't need that start securing your email privacy with start mail sign up today you'll get 50 percent off your first year Go to startmail.com slash unleashed. That's start with a T, S-T-A-R-T, startmail.com slash unleashed for 50% off your first year. Pat Gray, Unleashed. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Kamala Harris had a big weekend too. Of course, she doesn't want to be left out. Uh, she was talking about electric buses over the weekend. Now, I've spoken to a number of drivers, for example, who have recently switched to electric buses, mm-hmm. and they stressed the importance of a quiet engine. Oh. Which is much bigger than just you can have a conversation and hear each other. It helps mm. the drivers hear the road. Oh. Which, of course, helps keep our children safer. How? Wait a minute. They're hearing the road? Yeah, that helps keep kids safer. <laughs> the road's talking to the driver. And so... It does the road tell it, hey, driver, you need to slow down a little bit. There's a wreck up ahead. Is that, oh. is that what he hears? Oh, no. I I think it says uh, stay in your lane. Okay. You know, look out. Hey, there's no shoulder up here. And they're real big. They're real big. The real big. Real big buses. Yeah. That's like Ukraine is a, is it a, where, what is Ukraine? What did she, didn't she tell us? Ukraine uh-huh. is a country in, in Europe. Asia? No. Oh, Europe. Okay. Yeah. All you have to do is look at the map. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Man, I can't keep up. <laughs> you okay. can't keep up with what? What do you mean? Uh, nothing. Okay. There's this little slip there, little Tourette's. Uh, here's a waste of our tax dollars, too. First on CNN, the DOE announced a multi, multi-billion dollar project to kickstart a carbon dioxide removal industry in this the U.S. This is unreal. This is so unbelievable, this story. Massive investment in direct air carbon removal projects oh. in hopes of kickstarting an industry that energy experts say is critical to getting the country's planet warming emissions under control. <sighs> I can't, I can't, I can't. There's these big, like, buildings that are like giant vacuum cleaners. Are you kidding? 
This is the stuff that people like AOC sit around and daydream about is now going to be purchased with your tax dollars. Uh, it just Direct oh. air carbon removal projects are like giant vacuum oh, cleaners. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. That suck planet warming carbon dioxide out of the air and lock it away. Keith, what's wrong with that? This is this great a money laundering scheme if I've ever heard one. They use chemicals to remove the gas from the air and store it in rocks deep underground mm-hmm. or put it to use in materials uh, mm-hmm. like concrete. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Nature can do this on its own, you know, with forests, bogs, and oceans all suck carbon out of the atmosphere, but not no. nearly fast enough. Not fast enough. See, to we keep pace with human fossil fuel emissions. Oh, God. Stop. Experts tell CNN these giant carbon-removing <clears throat> machines are the next frontier to bring CO2 levels down. No. No, no. And and you've got that freak Kamala giving that speech talking about buses, help our kids because the driver can hear the road, keep the kids mm-hmm. safe. If you want to keep our kids safe, then make sure there's baby formula on the shelves. Why are we, for the first time, would you say it was the first time ever we've depended on mm-hmm. a, another a foreign go- entity to, to send us food? Yes, Sweden just, just sent the first shipment the United States has ever received from a foreign entity uh, to uh, because of an emergency food situation. So this is what it feels like to be rescued by the United States. That yes. We're experiencing it now. Yes. And, and don't say that there's no way the Biden administration could see this coming. Because remember, there's been reports of whistleblower. What, they're from, mind readers? From Are o- they mind readers, Keith? From October. They're not mind readers. And somebody posted a story <laughs> from CBS News. We have the tweet. This tweet went out from CBS News in January of this year. And you expect them to be mind readers. And there you go. So they're supposed to read people's minds, uh-huh. read people's minds after seeing this tweet. Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying? Parents scramble. What was it? Go back. Parents scramble as some types of baby formula now harder to find in parts of the U.S. January. That was January, yeah. Yep. <laughs> January 24th, 2022. But who could have seen this coming? And we've been told that All they heard that. this as early as October. Look at that. That the shortage was coming. And that story, Rob just put it up there, from New York to Washington State. It didn't just appear out of nowhere. Help. Mm-hmm. Help us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to the direct air oh, carbon sorry, removal. The direct, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. The world is banking on giant carbon-sucking fans to clean our climate mess. It's a big risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Department of Energy is releasing a notice of intent for developers mm-hmm. for four direct air capture hubs, mm-hmm. each capable of removing over a million tons of CO2 per year using $3.5 billion from bipartisan in- infrastructure law. <laughs> how about the wall? How about the wall? How no, much? How much wall you could you? The wall. Could, how much wall could you build for three and a half billion dollars? What kind of signal are you trying to send to our neighbors <sighs> that we don't want them here? Come on, Keith. Come on. That's just mean. You're just a mean person, and we can't have that. <clears throat> Cannot have that. All right, more Packray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> Gray. I got some tweets here. Uh, Jeffy's nervous lawn chair tweets. Anyone else see a trend between pandemics and elections? Nah, no. probably just coincidence. Mm-mm. Cougar fan trucker guy. I wonder if Kamala knows when the bus is full of electricity when filling it up at a charging station. Will the bus talk to her <laughs> and let her know it's full? 
Mm-hmm. Hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, toothpaste words. If a bus driver is hearing a road, I'm questioning the sanity of the bus driver. Fair mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, on whether or not if China attacks Taiwan, watch how fast the West will boycott China like they did Russia. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, since everything we get comes from China. Yeah. And That's a uh, good point. What did I see? The NBA owners have invested $10 billion uh, in China over the years. Oh, I bet. Just the $10 billion, So That's not bad. I'm sure they'll pull out. As soon, like as soon as China mm. marches. Attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The NBA will be like, oh, you're not it's getting over. our games anymore. Yeah. Sure. Sure, that'll happen. <clears throat> Rants Out Loud tweets, uh, I can't wait for the carbon dioxide vacuums mm. to give us miles and miles of sprawling deserts. Oh, yeah. I think we have a, a picture of one of these air cleaners right now. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. I think that's a... No, okay. The space balls. Uh, right? Is that is that right, Rob? I, I want to laugh with you. <laughs> Mega made from space balls. Okay. Mega made for just vacuuming the air? I need to... Uh, cool. All right. Again, how long has that movie been out? I should probably time. put it on space my list, balls? right? That's really old, Just right? a couple weeks. So I should probably... Yeah, we don't want to give in, away any spoilers on Spaceballs. Well, he just did. <laughs> we got the Mega Maid. Okay, there's a Mega Maid in it. You know that now. Sorry. But, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe when you watch it, there won't be one. I'll pretend. I, I don't know. I'll forget. I'll just try to forget yeah, this. That, it might be a special Spaceballs we were watching. It doesn't include the Mega Maid. Um... Over the weekend, uh, Keith was thinking about Chuck oh. Schumer. Yeah, well, who doesn't over the weekend, right? You just I think almost everybody does. Think of and how he hates gas prices, really high gas prices. Yeah, because I was thinking, you When know, Republicans are in the House or the Senate. Right, I, mm-hmm. I, the White House especially. But I was just thinking, hey, where's our Chuck Schumer press conference in front of a gas station sign? I haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah. So I did, yeah. did a little digging, and uh, oh boy, it's depressing. Huh. Okay, yeah, so I got Schumer warning of two dollar gas pains for the summer. <laughs> April second, two thousand one. Look, 2001. he's angry because George Imagine Bush has $2 been two dollars. George Bush had been in office gallon. for all of what nine and a half weeks at that point, <clears throat> and Chuck Schumer is like, "Uh oh, two dollars." Which, which I don't. I bet didn't happen that summer. I'll bet it didn't. Maybe, maybe it did. But I, a lot of times when they warn us of these, they don't really come. Yeah, I remember moving to Houston. Oh my gosh, April 2nd, 2001? Like literally yeah. that weekend. That's about when I moved to Houston. Yes, actually. that weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was like a buck 59 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, boy, this is ridiculous. I moved to Houston right before Tropical Storm, whatchamacallit? Allison. Allison. June of 2001. Yes. Yeah. So right before that, 38 I... inches of rain at where I lived. In like. Two days or something. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Uh, what else we got from that? Uh, from these articles. From April two thousand one. Yeah. New York summer gasoline prices could soar above two dollars a gallon again oh. unless Democrats and Republicans work together to increase <laughs> oil supplies and reduce demand, according to Chucky e. Schumer, according to the New York State Association of Service Stations and Repair Shops. Mm-hmm. Gasoline prices in New York City and Long Island are 32% higher than they were this time last year. Mm. So again, this is in 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, across the five boroughs, the average price of the pump is $1.53 compared to $1.16 this time last year. Oh, that seems like a dream, doesn't uh, it? I give me that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
On Long Island, drivers pay a dollar forty-nine per gallon on average. Oh no! Schumer said those prices could soar to one eighty per gallon by July fourth, and could go as high as two dollars per gallon as the summer goes on. Oh no! Wait, it gets better. It gets better, y'all. <clears throat> Hang on. <laughs> Democrats citing environmental concerns. Sure, of course. Have typically been reluctant to explore for oil on American soil or its shores. <laughs> Republicans have generally encouraged the energy hunt to reduce the dependence on foreign oil. Schumer says the two sides could meet in the middle. Things are going to get worse unless both parties work together, he said at a Midtown news conference. It's easily solved by compromise. Schumer said he would support increased domestic drilling what? 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 in oil-rich areas such as the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, what? Which, by the way, they just shut down. Uh-huh. And could back exploration for oil and natural gas in the Colorado Rockies. Wait, what? What? Wow. Chuck Schumer wanted to drill in the Rocky Mountains? Yeah, but the Republicans have gotten so extreme. So extreme as a party, you can't even recognize them. Yeah, the Republicans have gotten extreme. The Democrats have have walked away from every position they once had. (laughs) Every position that was pro-America or pro-life or pro-anything, they've completely abandoned. I am am stunned by that walk down memory lane that Chuck Schumer was suggesting Mm -hmm. that we should increase our domestic oil drilling. In places like the Gulf of Mexico and the Rocky Mountains. Ask him that today. I tagged him on that tweet over the weekend. Let's go. Come on. I mean, you are now in charge of the Senate. Mm -hmm. You decide what gets voted on. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And no. But except no, (laughs) he's not going to. It just it does show you uh, how far to the left that party has gone. Mm -hmm. It's really unbelievable. Uh, on everything, immigration, abortion, energy issues, uh, they're extreme left on everything now. So how could there be any compromise? You can't compromise with people who are nut jobs like that, who are communists, who don't care about this country. Yeah, yeah. What was he railing about? Uh, he was warning us. Of two dollars a gallon gas. What's our national average now? What are we? Uh, four fifty nine, I think. Four dollars <clears throat> and fifty nine cents. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that! <laughs> nice job with that, Rob. There it is. I did that. Yep. <laughs> There's the uh, little sticker for you. Four fifty nine a gallon. Uh, I love it. Your average. Don't forget uh, mm. six oh nine, something like that. Uh, six oh niner. I don't know. In, niner in in California right now. So good times. Jeez. But uh, waiting for that press conference, Chuck. Mm. Uh, the Washington Post over the weekend ranked the top 10 GOP presidential candidates for 2024. <clears throat> uh, see what you think of their list. Because uh, I some of these I can't see running or at least doing well. This is the far in a left primary. Washington Post yes. saying these are the top <clears throat> 10 for Republicans. Okay. Hmm. So at number 10, Asa Hutchinson. Asa Hutchinson from uh, he's the governor of Arkansas, and he's I don't know terrible. He's not great. He's he's not great. <laughs> uh, the question has long been, according to the Washington Post, whether the GOP would ever nominate a Trump critic, even a gentle one, in 2024. The answer is probably still no. 
Right. But the Arkansas governor has staked out an interesting path. He's criticized his party for being too heavy-handed in legislating issues like transgender rights and punishing so-called woke corporations. And on the latter, he called out Trump's likeliest heir apparent, Governor Ron DeSantis. Hutchinson has also leaned into the possibility of a campaign, saying recently that it's on the table when he's out of office after 2022. And that a Trump run won't necessarily dissuade him. Hmm. All right. Hmm. So essentially, a Democrat running as a Republican is what I think you could sum him up as. Then you've got Chris Sununu, the New Hampshire governor, another one of those. Um, He is one of only a handful of big name Republicans in the country who support abortion rights. (laughs) Ugh. And now has to walk a tightrope. After the news leaked of the Supreme Court draft opinion, um, he emphasized he would keep abortion safe and legal in New Hampshire. But last week, he also claimed to have done more on the pro-life issue than any other recent New Hampshire governor because he signed a ban on abortion after 24 weeks. Navigating both his uh, Trump criticisms and his views on abortion, yeah, that's not going to happen. Not going to be able to do that. At number eight, they have Glenn Youngkin. The Virginia governor, mm. who's been pretty good, I think, so far. I think he's done pretty much what he said he's going to do. Number seven, you got Donald Trump Jr. In case you had any doubt about what kind of campaign Trump Jr. would run, he recently criticized Congress for sending money to the clown show in Ukraine and suggested it was a good idea to bomb Mexican cartels. Oh, I think it's a good idea to bomb Mexican cartels as well. I think you take the fight to him. What's wrong with that? Or you could build a wall. Uh, or you could build a Stop wall would be helpful. coming into our country. Uh, number six, Ted Cruz. Speaking of Republicans who have endorsed against Trump's preferred candidate, the Texas senator stumped for Dave McCormick. That's uh, in Pennsylvania. And uh, so he was going against Trump's choice of Mehmet Oz. That's still not decided, by the way. They are still <laughs> battling that out. Uh, How long does it take to count the votes? I mean, do they use paper (laughs) ballots there? I mean, are they counting them one by one with just one person? What are you doing? uh, Rob, do we have the Trump um, tweet thing, the thing he put on Truth Social that addresses? uh, Look at this. Donald Trump. So so accurate, this, this tweet here. Can you imagine the Pennsylvania primaries? Ended almost five days ago with early voting of, po- of possible fake and other mail-in ballots going on for weeks, and we still have no idea of what is happening or when it will all end. I mean, that's exactly right. France counted millions of paper ballots on their election day. No problem. It is all strictly third world. Yep. Which is what our country is becoming. Yep. With open borders. Yep. Rigged elections. Mm-hmm. Rampant inflation and energy inferiority. We're becoming a large-scale version of Venezuela. He's right about that. Yeah. I mean, how do you argue with any of that? Yeah, and the stock market uh, seeing losses that haven't been seen since the peak of the Great Depression, percentage-wise. Yep, good times, right? Good times. This is so fun. I'm loving this. Mm, he's doing a great job, that Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, is he good. Yeah. I mean, how, tell me your life's not better well, than, than it was in 2020. Come he's, on. He's consistent. Uh-huh. We know that. I mean, he has maintained uh-huh. suckage right on yep. through. Yep. Number five, Tim Scott. Hmm. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. 
Uh, they write, former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney recently listed the South Carolina senator among three candidates who could beat Trump at a primary. Really? Alongside DeSantis and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, there it is. Future president. <laughs> you heard it here first. Long Except I, I, I don't think Dwayne Johnson is a Republican. Uh, I, th- I think we're going to be surprised. Donald Trump wasn't a Republican either. But he I'm just saying. openly endorsed Joe Biden. Oh, did did uh, Dwayne yeah. The Rock? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's dumb. Yeah. Mm. Uh, number four, <clears throat> Nikki Haley. Uh, there was a time when I thought Nikki Haley might be good. I, I think that time has passed. Mm. Mike Pence at number three. I don't think Pence has a chance. No, oh, gosh, no. I mean, that shouldn't Not even be chance. on the list. No. And, and I'll, I'll say that Nikki Haley was here uh, on Glenn's show a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I talked to her out here in the hallway. Uh, that was a good conversation. I mean, she seemed like a just a genuine, yeah, she's normal good. person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. At number two, Ron DeSantis. Obviously, enough said there. And uh, obviously, the, the number one candidate would be Donald Trump. The really, really big question is whether Trump runs. Mm. We can all overanalyze the tea leaves on that, but it's somewhat gobsmacking that Trump hasn't made more of the fact that his nominees to the Supreme Court seem on the verge of overturning Roe v. Wade. That is interesting. I haven't heard him much on that on that topic. Also worth watching in the coming few weeks is how Trump's candidates fare in a series of competitive primaries. We've kind of seen that. They've done pretty darn well Mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah. They also mention uh, a few others. Rick Scott from Florida. Marco Rubio, obviously. uh, Mike Pompeo. Christy Nome from South South Dakota. Josh Hawley. Hmm. Ben Sass. Liz Cheney. Not a chance. out of here. There is no <laughs> way. Oh, no. She doesn't. Ap- who does she appeal to on the right? I don't know. Nobody. There isn't an, a Zero. corner of the right that is going to vote for her. No. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, Senator Tom Cotton, New Jersey Governor. Yeah. Chris Christie, former New Jersey Governor, Chris Christie, oh, and yeah. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. The last two don't have a didn't, chance. They don't have a chance. You didn't mention Ted Cruz at all. Yeah, I did. Oh, he you did? Oh, I'm number sorry. six on the list. I must have Ted tuned Cruz. out for a second. My bad. Huh. Uh, remember, we talked about speaking of Republicans who have endorsed against Trump's preferred mm, candidate. Mm-hmm. He's stumping for mm. uh, Dave McCormick. And we still don't know who's going to win that election. Yeah. If It's almost a week later. What is this, 1842? Come on. Oh, no, they would have had this already figured yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. Give me that's a break. true. They would have known it the night of the election. If you are Donald Trump, <clears throat> why even bother? Because you know that your life is going to be made miserable. It's still being made miserable by the left and overzealous prosecutors, which, by the way, it did come out late last week that uh, Hillary Clinton herself <clears throat> pushed forward this lie about Trump's Russia connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, 100%. But... If Donald Trump were to run at this point, it is 100% love of country. And I don't put that past him at all for, for running just because he loves this country so I much. I think he's going to. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got no other reason to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might claim mm, ego drives him, which I think there's a little bit of that. But he think, doesn't want his last thing to be a loss. But yeah, but think of this, But though. he does love the country. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Yeah. And think of this, though. Right now, he could ride off into the sunset by saying, look, I did a great job for four years. Mm-hmm. And you on the left are, are, I'm sure many are admitting it, at least privately or under their breath, compared to what's happened now. He could totally, hands off, avoid the, the, the press 
that is going to go at him at every turn. Mm -hmm. uh, people, remember the first year of his administration, almost first year. You know, it was Rance Priebus leaking everything that mm -hmm. was happening in that White House. The guy was sabotaged from day one. Why would he even bother? It's because he loves this country. But also, if he stays away right now, he walks away like, look at me, man. For four years, you guys had it great. And then you, well, you 2,000 muled me. And look what you got. You got Biden. Good job, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> so, I, I mean, if he runs at this point, it is strictly 100% love of country. I mean, one of the one of the most telling things of the last year and a half of the, uh, of the Biden debacle is Sweden sending us food mm -hmm. for our babies because we can't find it ourselves. We can't get enough ourselves. That is a first in American history. We are the ones who supply the world with food and jump in in times of an emergency and help people and, and give them a, a hand up. And now we're having to have that. It's embarrassing. That's how bad it is right now with is, Joe Biden. It is so embarrassing. Incredible. And, and, and remember Joe Biden, he was going to fix all the international issues that Trump caused. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're having oh, to yeah. import uh, baby formula. Uh, don't get me started on Afghanistan and abandoning our allies there and Americans mm -hmm. and all of our weapons to the Taliban. I still can't get over the fact that France pulled its ambassador for the first time in American history over the the deal with Australia. Mm -hmm. You had uh, the British Parliament. Uh, what was it? The censor, uh, censure? Uh, yeah, they the did. Deal for, for the first uh, time in American history. I mean, these yeah. are things that you would yep. expect the left would see about Unreal. Trump. No, this didn't happen to Trump. It was Joe Biden. Ugh. It's amazing. It's, uh, the debacle in Ukraine. <laughs> did you even mention that? We've got the no. $40 billion that we're just sending to them again. And Russia did not invade under Donald Trump. Let's not forget that. As close as he was to Putin, I guess, supposedly, right? He was almost a Russian agent. Oh, and don't forget. To the left. North Korea launching <clears throat> missiles. Right. Didn't do that. Uh, after Trump, I think they did early on in Trump's presidency. He went over there, talked with uh, the little patty cake man. But then and, he calmed it all down. Yep. Mm. All right. Let me take a minute and tell you about preborn. <laughs> Uh, because throughout the whole world, the leading cause of death is abortion. It's about 1.2 or 1.3 billion worldwide. It is 63 million babies that have been aborted in uh, the last 50 years. It's, it's really a tragedy. And the Ministry of Preborn and Blaze Media are partnering to help rescue 50,000 babies from abortion in 2022. Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. So... What they do is they provide ultrasounds to expectant mothers who are considering abortion. And 80% of the time after they see the ultrasound, hear the heartbeat, they choose life. It's really an important, an important effort. And they're doing such an incredible job. But they need your help. $28 buys one ultrasound for a woman. If you can afford five, that's $144. But if it's $10 you can afford, or 5 or 1 that would be greatly appreciated. Preborn partners with clinics in the highest abortion rate cities. And then when the mother does choose life, then they provide maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, all kinds of things free of charge, including counseling for the woman, for the expectant mother. Will you help us rescue babies' lives? To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, 
or go to preborn.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Coming up in a few minutes, you won't believe this Bill Maher uh, audio that we have from his uh, show, his recent show, which I don't even know when his show runs. Friday nights. Friday nights. Mm-hmm. I I know his show runs on Friday nights, but I don't know what time. At night. <laughs> At night. So when the sun is down, yeah. the Bill Maher show uh, will be on. You got it. Just watch for it after <laughs> the sun goes down. Okay. In your local area. In your local area. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, all right. Um, also, don't forget, if you're looking for something really fantastic for your dad for Father's Day, might I suggest Kexi cookies? You know, they've got the uh, the great spring flavors. Mm. We always have the chocolate chip, but now right now we've got uh, the coconut caramel, too, which mm-hmm. we can barely keep in stock. Uh, the honey lemon lavender, so delicious. That M&M cookie, mm. peanut butter drizzle. Mm. A lot of people like Rocky Road. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a nut guy, so I, I don't like the Ryan. But a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. The sugar lemon, the uh, Texas sheet cake, one of my all-time favorites. Wow. So delicious. Kexi.com. Yeah. Check it out at Kexi.com. You can maybe celebrate National Turtle Day with a Kexi cookie as well. <sighs> National yeah. Turtle Day. What a special, special day Special that day. Is, isn't yeah. it? Because yeah. uh, turtles and tortoises. Are... I had no idea until uh, uh, a pat had inf- so oh boy. informed me. All right. See a turtle. I put it in my mouth. Okay. Straws don't belong. I'm going to have time to tell you about National Turtle Day. Turtles don't know why. Oh, yeah, because we're running out of time yeah. for this segment. Uh, but Pat had. Yeah, to, to die. die, to die, die, die. <clears throat> Wonder Solo uh, made us aware that today's National Turtle Day. I didn't know that. Well, wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and turtles and tortoises, he sends us, <laughs> are common sightings in parable stories and pop culture, and we celebrate World Turtle Day today to honor these resilient animals. <laughs> resilient. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Good, thank you. Does it go on to thank say you. that they're wise? It does. No. Yeah, they're wise. No, they, they, they don't even know what a straw does. And they jam it in their noses. Yeah, and then they... That's stupid. They dig That's in holes wise. that belong to other animals. They're not, no, right? Turtles, are, they're stupid. They're stupid. Pat Gray. Uh, some tweets here. Jen Pisnarki <laughs> tweets, The most telling part of the $2 per gallon gas article is that Chuck Schumer was in office back in 2001. Gosh. Yeah, and long before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long, long before that. Yeah, look that up. Uh, Jimmy Dimples, the two parties should have compromised in 2001 over oil. In 2022, America has been compromised. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, middle class Elon <laughs> tweets, I remember the summer of 98. Gas was 99 cents a gallon when I left to go on vacation in California. I couldn't believe gas prices in California were $1.79 when I got there. President Vegetable Brain. I feel the formula shortage was planned because FJB ratings. FJB. Hmm? 
Is that fun, Joe Biden? Yeah, fun. Fun, Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Mm-hmm. We're at the bottom of the barrel, and they waited for it to get real bad so he could enact an emergency order and look like a hero. Didn't work. Didn't work, yeah. I'd say it didn't work. Chuck Schumer elected to Congress in 1980. 1980. So it's only been 42 years. What do you want? Came a senator in 98. Oh, that's bumming it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. 42 years. And he's nowhere near the longest... Uh, in office. That would be... Well, Fun. I guess Joe Biden had a little brief... Uh, he had a brief not-in-office-at-all period. A little respite? A little respite, if you will. <laughs> yeah. At the old folks' home? Mm-hmm. Where you should have stayed? Uh, I wish he would have. I really wish he would have. Did you see that Nancy Pelosi got barred from yeah. communi- communion finally? <laughs> I did! <laughs> wow. I mean, she talks about this all the time. I'm not barred. I can't Because uh, she's so Catholic. Oh, she's so very, very devout. Uh, she just believes that you should be able to abort a baby and kill it anytime, anytime during a pregnancy, including up to birth. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordiglione announced Friday that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is barred from receiving Holy Communion hmm. due to her pro-abortion stance, Uh-oh. marking an escalation in a decades-long tension between the Roman Catholic Church and liberal Democrat politicians on abortion. Finally, Cordiglione has written to the California Democrat informing her that she should not present herself for Holy Communion at Mass and that priests will not distribute communion to her if she does present herself. Wow. Hmm. Wow. That would seem, I didn't see this coming. <clears throat> that'd be awkward. Has this it? been bubbling under the surface? I'm just not following I think so. along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. For for a long time. Okay. Long time. Uh, a Catholic legislator who supports procured abortion after knowing the teaching of the church commits a manifestly grave sin, which is a cause of most serious scandal to others. Therefore, universal church law provides that such pers- persons are not to be admitted to Holy Communion, he wrote. <laughs> the Catechism of the Catholic Church is unambiguous on the question of abortion, both in procuring one and assisting in the practice. Since the first century, the Church has affirmed the moral evil of every procured abortion. This teaching has not changed and remains unchangeable. Direct abortion, that is to say, abortion willed either as an end or a means is gravely contrary to moral law. It's an abominable crime. It also declares that formal cooperation in abortion constitutes a grave offense. The church attaches the canonical penalty of excommunication to this crime against human life. So, now what do you have to say, Nance? Now what do you say? What do you want to bet she presents herself anyway? For communion. That would be my guess. She goes right up there and gets in line and uh, she'll go up to, I don't know if they still do it this way. I haven't been to a Catholic church in a long time. Do they just line up and then the priest puts the Eucharist on your tongue and you go back and sit down, right? Mm -hmm. So if Nancy Pelosi's in that line and she gets up to the place where the priest is, is he going to say, nope, go sit down? Mm. I don't know. I mean, be interesting. Does Awkward. She, 
and, and I'm not being flippant here. Does she actually go to church? Does she? I think she does. Attend? I th- I think she oh, does. Oh boy, we could have some breaking uh-huh. news uh, coming up soon. Uh huh. Nancy Pelosi denied communion. Here's cell phone video from inside the church. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have that from Sunday already. I don't know if she went, but but this applies in in San Francisco. So if she stays in Washington oh. over the weekend, yeah, this isn't church wide. Okay, yeah, this is the San Francisco diocese. So if she goes in, uh, if she goes to church in D.C., they probably just give it to her. So <laughs> she avoids it completely that way. Yeah, but that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm so tired of hearing them, you know, with their extreme abortion bullcrap. Well, I wouldn't do it myself, but I'm not going to prevent others from... That's like saying, well, I don't like to murder people myself, but I'm not going to stop anybody else from killing somebody. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Look, I can't judge you for murdering someone. Right. I don't want to murder anybody, but if you want to, that's fine. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) It's just asinine. It's asinine. It's either wrong or it's not. And if you're not going to do it yourself and you it's because of, I don't know, you think it's wrong, why not prevent others from doing it? <laughs> Jeez. If it's murder, it's murder. And nobody should be allowed to do it. Unless the woman's life is in danger. That's a different deal. And, and we had the numbers, remember? It was so minuscule. It was what was it? Less than one percent. Tiny. Yeah. It was. It was. When yes. You, when you combine considerably under one percent. And that's when you combine what was it? Rape, incest, and life of the mother. Mother. Mm-hmm. It was all less than one percent when combined. I believe that's what it was, right? I think it was. It was right around there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Maher sounded off on the trans movement over the weekend. This is something that uh, he's a little irritated with, too. I mean, it's hard to understand how radical they've become on this. So fast, and they've gone so far that even Bill Maher can't go with you? Uh, Here's what he had to say. And finally, new rule. If something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. (laughs) And then who's going to buy this chair? (laughs) I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in Thank the you. wrong bodies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there a mix-up at the plant? Like with Captain Crunch's Oops All Berries? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Which is a scam, as we know. Yep. It wasn't that long ago when adults asked a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? They meant what profession? He was just getting started. This was an over nine-minute rant, by the way. Wow. 
Uh, he, yeah, he wasn't done. There's a little bit more here. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis <laughs> equals man. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. <laughs> and if you haven't noticed that with kids, doing something for the likes is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The LA Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. Hmm. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. <laughs> it's like that day we suddenly all needed bottled water all the time. <laughs> if we can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children yep. as cannon fodder. Mm. I don't understand parents who won't let their nine-year-old walk to the corner without a helmet, an EpiPen, and a GPS tracker. <laughs> <laughs> and God forbid their lips touch dairy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but hormone blockers and genital surgery, fine. Yep. yep. Talk about mm -hmm. a nut allergy. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> I like how they keep cutting to Donna Brazil. You just, oh, I'm looking at you askew now, Bill, because you're saying things that make sense, and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't like it at all. How dare you say things like this? Yep. <clears throat> Meanwhile, a pro-LGBTQQIA2 plus organization hosted a conference for kids <clears throat> 12 to 18 at the Naples United Church of Christ in Florida on Saturday. Wait, where was this? At a, at a what? At a Naples United Church of Christ a in church. Florida on oh, Saturday. Oh, good. All right. So now the churches are mm. helping out. The yeah, cause? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a problem with that? No, I just was pointing it's out. It's a pride conference for kids mm -hmm. at church. No, that's good. Featuring drag queens. You got a problem with that at church? When did I say I had a problem with that? Okay, I'm just making sure. I was sure. merely making sure I heard I you correctly. hoping that you weren't being uh, hateful. Oh, I'm definitely hateful. Discriminatory. I'm discriminatory. Yeah. Homophobic. I'm not homophobic. Okay, good. Uh, GLSEN -S -S Collier. Glesson Collier is hosting the inaugural Youth Pride Conference in Naples, Florida, for all local LGBTQIA2 youth, uh, ages mean, 12 to 18. How much do they use on the on the acronym now? A I mean, lot. Do we love trees or not? No, we Cause... don't. We don't. Not as much as we love the LGBTQIA2 plus community. <laughs> uh, this one day conference, created by and for 
LGBTQ youth will provide students with the opportunity to engage in LGBTQ-related issues facing them today while empowering them to be confident in all their identities. <sighs> the event included a drag show. Yeah. It's no different than what you'd find at a local Naples Pride or Fort Myers Pride or Cape Coral Pride event that families are all at the at, at the same time. I take my three- and four-year-old sons to these because they're fun and entertaining. <laughs> Daniel Shaw said, according to the Naples Daily News, mm. they're making it sound like a drag show, that this is a big taboo show. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, I mean, for three- and four-year-olds, no, it's great. I think a drag show is perfect for kids, don't you? Doesn't everybody? We even have parents now saying, yeah, this is great for kids. I bring my three and four-year-old sons here to the drag show. They're making it sound like that's bad. It's a a sex-themed, charged show. Yes. At a church. Yes. For three and four-year-olds. Right. What's the problem? What's the problem? I mean... Exactly. We'd have a problem if it were strippers and it Mm -hmm. was a hetero... Uh, themed sex show going on there. Yeah, it's, just, it's kids but I and guess, sex. I, I guess because it's a alternate lifestyle thing, it's fine. If this, you're right. If this were a hetero thing and you had strippers there, then they didn't strip down completely. They just got down to you know like the drag queen status. And then would would that be fine? No, you know it wouldn't. Nobody would say that's okay. It wouldn't be. Why is this okay? It wouldn't be fine in a gymnasium. And it's not fine in a church. Take it. I can't take it. It a church, libraries, schools, they're everywhere right now. This drag thing is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. When did this all of a sudden be appropriate for children? They they've got who is it? Tyra Banks that has a show for teenagers that is a drag oriented thing. What? Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's Tyra Banks that has a show right now about teen drag queens or something. Cool. My gosh, what are you doing? Really, should we be encouraging this? I I'm kind of thinking no. Uh, but what do I know? AOC is now engaged to be married. Oh, congrats! Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's. In fact, they're apparently already with child. Is that right? Yeah, look at this. Oh wow, look at there. So Aww. there's the there's the man. He's that the, that's her, he's pregnant. Beyonce? Yeah. That's her fiance. That's cute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> and then and then you can see Wait, the, what's the, ba- <laughs> the ultrasound. The baby. The the baby uh I'm pretty sure he's pregnant face. with uh Karl Marx. Karl Marx. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Ugh. The man's pregnant. Yeah, of course. She's there to support him, which is great. You're pointing that out like that's a big and, deal. Right. I know. The man would be pregnant. I know. I, I'm not. No, I think it's about time. Yeah. Why can't he do it? I mean, all the, I mean, it's been women too much, right? And the baby with a full head of hair and, <laughs> and a, a beard. beard going on there. And... <laughs> Hyper masculinity. Hyper masculinity. Oh, so congratulations to AOC and uh, mm-hmm. the guy she's going to drag around mm-hmm. on a leash. Right. Oof. And their Karl Marx baby. And their Karl Marx baby. Speaking of AOC, over the weekend, uh, she graced us with her thoughts 
on abortion and religion, and you know this is going to be powerful. Of course it is. Beautiful. And, for uh, people who say, oh, but you're, you know. But you're, you, you know. You're, what? you're, you're harming a life. I believe this is life. Well, some religions don't. Oh. So how about that? How about that? Our Jewish brothers and, and sisters, mm. they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. No. You know, no, they're not. There are so many faiths mm. that do Name not them. have Which the ones? same definition of life because you are already wrong. Fundamentalist Christians. Oh. And so, mm -hmm. we how? What about their rights? What about their right to exercise their faith? It's ridiculous. Mm. And it is it's it is theocratic. It's big authoritarian. Word. Big mm. words. It is wrong. Oh. Wow. You are wrong. And uh you're wrong about Judaism. Uh feticide is prohibited by Jewish law. Though there is a disagreement over the exact source of this prohibition and how serious an infraction it is. Some consider it biblical in origin based on a verse, uh, Genesis 9-6, prohibits shedding the blood of man within man, a phrase understood to refer to a fetus, which makes sense. Let's see, the blood of a man within a man. I mean, mankind. Sure. Yep. Meaning the woman. Uh, so, moreover, Judaism teaches that the body is ultimately the property of God and is merely on loan to human beings. Multiple prohibitions in Jewish law, including prohibitions on suicide, getting tattoos, and wounding oneself collectively, serve to reject the idea that individuals enjoy an unfettered right to make choices regarding their own bodies. Well, yeah, because the body is considered a temple. It's your temple, and that's sacred. That's why you don't put tattoos on it, according to Judaism. Wounding yourself is, you know, that's life that God gave you. So you shouldn't be taking it. Hmm. I mean, there are pretty universal things like that. Uh, now, I would absolutely never want AOC to get an abortion there with her <clears throat> fiancé. Mm -hmm. um, or I guess her fiancé would be the one. But if she's pregnant we, with Karl Marx? Right. We, right. We, we'll, we'll have a discussion at least. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, <laughs> what I would like to say to AOC and her uh, beloved, mm -hmm. uh, please don't procreate. I really don't need little AOCs running around this world. We don't. Just gut Thank check. You. Stop. Seriously. Mm -hmm. That's just... Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. It's not... Don't be making babies, AOC. Please. No. No. But she probably will eventually. Eventually, something's going to so? happen there. You think so? Mm, probably. It doesn't seem like a... Yeah, like a baby having like the uh, mother to be. A mother to be. She doesn't I, seem she like that. Doesn't seem like she really she's, doesn't. Uh, <laughs> nope, she doesn't. Wouldn't like to see that. Uh, Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor and current U.S. Senate candidate John Fetterman. He just won the Democratic uh, nomination hmm. in Pennsylvania, so he will face whoever turns out to win the Republican nomination. Um, he has said that abortion is sacred. Very. He then called for a filibuster to be thrown out in order to codify abortion rights into law. Let's be clear. The right to an abortion is sacred, Fetterman wrote in a tweet. I mean, this is how crazy these people are. Abortion, killing a baby, is sacred. Not the other way around. That the baby is sacred. The life is sacred. No. The ability to kill the baby is what we're calling sacred here. You got it. Hmm. 
Democrats have to act quickly, he said. Get rid of the filibuster to pass Women's Health Protection Act uh, and finally codify Roe into law. We cannot afford to wait. You know, there's some thought, by the way, that the uh, ruling will come out today, right? The Supreme Court oh, wow. uh, is going to apparently release some of their decisions. I don't expect Roe v. Wade be, to be one of them. I think they're going to wait until next month to do that. But we'll see. It could happen today. It is, it is possible. That's got to be the last thing now. Like, if they weren't going to do it immediately, yeah. then now it's got to be, we're already on vacation, mm-hmm. release it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're uh, we're all out of town. Yep. Uh, <laughs> when you Shoot. show up at our homes and uh, burn our houses down, we're not going to be in them. So, uh, good luck. Good luck with that. So, let's hope, you know, that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about the uh, violence that could be perpetrated on Supreme Court justices. I hope that there's consideration right now that, you know, there's going to be some Secret Service protection for them. They're going to need it. They're I mean, things are going great in the it. country, right? I mean, everything's yeah. stable. There's no... Uh, right. Mm-hmm. No issues. <laughs> right. No we're, issues at all. We're kind of coasting at this point. We're doing so well. We just kind of put it uh, mm-hmm. in cruise control and mm-hmm. 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 everything's good. And in a new poll from the Associated Press... Nork Center for Public Research found that just 39% of adults in the U.S. approve of Joe Biden's performance as president. That's an Associated Press poll. That's 39%. That's higher than one we had last week, right? That one was 38%. And who was that? Was that uh, that Quinnipiac or Uh, Monmouth? Monmouth, I think. Okay. Uh, And only about 2 in 10 adults believe America is headed in the right direction or that the economy is in good condition. 20%. 20%. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, the May drop in favorability is largely concentrated among the president's own party, with just 33% of Democrat voters believing the country is headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. 33% of Democrats? That's down from 49% just the month before. And America's tanking economy is one of the big uh, reasons for Biden's dismal poll numbers. Two-thirds of Americans say they disapprove of the way his administration's provided over the situation. Wow. Uh, We'll have much more on that uh, coming up tomorrow. And we will see you for overtime this morning. I want my damn Trump back.